and I'm Betsy, and this is You'd Like to Know. It's our, it's our first one. Yes, yeah. this is our first episode. Yeah. So we're going to do a quick introductions of ourselves. So I'll go first. My name is Betsy. I'm 21 years old, almost 22, and I'm a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. I'm from San Diego, California. I went to college in Princeton, New Jersey at a little music school called Westminster Choir College, and currently... You know, due to the Rona, I um, have kind of like postponed my grad plans. I was supposed to start my master's in New York City in the fall, but since that's all kind of gone to hell, I moved to my mom's hometown to live with her, and um, I'm working for the family business right now. And um, yeah, all right, your turn. <laughs> okay, well, um, obviously, I know we already said names, but I'm Emma, and I am a 23-year-old journalist. I was uh, born and raised in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Which Wait, so what's your sign? I'm a Scorpio too. <laughs> I'm a Scorpio too, and so like, I'm almost 24 also. <laughs> um, yeah, that's important. That's for Very sure important. important. <laughs> um, but I grew up in Fredericksburg, which is about, you know, three hours-ish from here, depending on how I'm driving. Um, but <laughs> I went to school in Roanoke, and... Um, I majored in communications and French, so yes, oui. yes, we. Oui, oui. um, and so I uh, spent all the last summer applying for jobs, trying to fit somewhere in my niche. Um, and I, after a long search, I landed on a gig in a small town in West Virginia, and they hired me and haven't kicked me out yet. But I there's guess there's still, still time. time. <laughs> I guess there's still time for that. But anyway, so that's why I'm here and. You know, just doing our thing. Yeah, so we became friends quite recently, <laughs> like sitting on my porch and talking about just like the woes of modern dating in a town that is so old fashioned. Mm. So we kind of had so many like seminars and we basically started a book club about reading dating books too. So we decided that maybe instead of just shooting the shit on the front porch, we could record it and make it a thing. <laughs> so now you can witness this. It, it would either help other people or entertain other people or, or drive people drive crazy. Them insane, <laughs> which is, you know, which is, I mean, all of them are good options. Yeah. So. so I think the next thing we were going to talk about is like our dating history. Mm-hmm. So I like to say that I'm a recovering serial monogamist. So I had, since I started dating in the eighth grade, uh, the longest I had been single up until quite recently was like three, four months. So about a year ago, I ended a relationship with someone who was just lovely, but it wasn't going to work out. And um, now I've been single for over a year, and this is uncharted territory since, you know, I was like 13. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a new one. So, I, whatever the opposite of uh, serial monogamous is, I guess <laughs> that would be me, just in that I have never had a significant other in my life. <laughs> um, I go on dates and I I meet a lot of people and you know obviously in college everything's a little bit you know there's always gray area with meeting people but um, so I've never actually had an actual boyfriend so my dating history is there is no history and you know we're just we're trying to work for but I feel like I have a lot of wisdom and I don't really know where all any of this wisdom comes from maybe there isn't any wisdom but I really feel like 
I am very wise. And so <laughs> I don't think you need to experience stuff in order to know about it. And you can just witness it. I think, and then yeah. And it. I think being able to observe the world around you and uh, draw conclusions, critical thinking, Ooh. Um, I think all of that can lead to knowing stuff. And you don't even have to have a boyfriend to know about boys. So. There you go. Well, I mean, we've also, you've had enough interactions with boys. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Of like a romantic or quasi romantic capacity. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I just think because you have all of these different experiences on different dates with different boys, I just, I think there is, even if it doesn't go that far, there is like knowledge that you build up. Oh, for sure. So oh, it's not sure. really a dating history. It's just a history of dates. There you go. Ooh. All right. Well, this, since this is our first podcast episode, I think we're going to talk about some other firsts that we've experienced, and this is going to get really embarrassing really fast. So, um, do you want to talk about your first crush? You know, I would love to talk about my first crush, <laughs> and I would just, I, honestly, his name was Scott. Yes, his Ooh. name was Scott, and it was in, like, elementary school, and, um... I just, I think honestly, me and all of my other little 10 year old friends also had a crush on him. Aww. And then, it, like, the crushes all kind of went to middle school too, which is embarrassing. And then none of us knew that each of us had a crush on Scott at some point or another. But that was like the first time I remember, like, always, not to sound corny, but like, like, you know, you get butterflies or you're like, I want to sit by him or I want to have lunch with him. Oh and my it's God. like, yeah. And, you know, every once in a while, he'll, you know, pop up, pop up on my social media feed wherever, and I'm like, I hope he is doing well. Like, like Scott, if you're listening, <laughs> I, honestly, I really do, and I, yeah, just so Scott, that's good I think about only. him a lot. That's just, good. Good vibes only. Oh my gosh. Okay, my first crush. I definitely had crushes in preschool because I remember like chasing boys around, which like is a theme clearly. But the guy that I remember, I think his name was Chase. Feels right. You were chasing him around. That oh is guys. I think it was his name. I don't know. He was very. He was. We were in kindergarten, and he was like medium height, dark and handsome. What does that even mean? I don't know because we're kids. I can't say tall, dark and handsome. He's a child. Oh my god. But anyway, I just remember like we would play on the playground together, and we would always have these like moments. And you know when you like kiss someone in kindergarten. We had like the kindergarten kiss, and it was under the slide. He was like laying down under the slide, and I'll never forget because this one like recess lady came up to us and was like, "What are you guys doing down here?" Because the bell had rung, and I was like, "He's laying on the ground." I'm telling him to get up. Like I was so defensive, and I lied so quickly. I should have known. Yeah. <laughs> but um, anyway, the saddest part is maybe this is why I'm a hopeless romantic. Probably. But he moved Probably. away. No. Like halfway through the year, and he's not even in the like kindergarten yearbook. Because in middle school, I remember, like, oh my God. realizing that this had happened and, like, going back to my kindergarten, like, yearbook and being like, where is he? And I could not find him in any of the class pictures. That is so upsetting. So I don't even know who he is. It feels like his name could be Chase, but honestly, it could be anything at this point. I think it's nice and symbolic that but his I name remember, is Chase. I do remember that he moved to Colorado. So mm. whoever you are. <laughs> if there's a Chase in Colorado. Come and get it. Come and get it. <laughs> Okay, all right. Our next oh, one. First kiss. First kiss. Okay. <laughs> Why did you make that face? Yikes. Um, okay, so I was 
a senior in high school. And <laughs> yes, 17 years old, Emma. Um, and I, Kessa, can we? The first kiss, it was also the first date. So I'll get into that a little bit Ooh. later here on our next one. But um, basically, yeah, he was kind of iffy on all levels. And he was, so I was 17. Um, and we just, he was a waiter. And we, hmm. we went out on a date, we watched a movie and that was it. That was it. The first kiss was very anticlimactic. I mean, I was, I was like, I'm the kind of person where I build everything up. So like, I romanticize everything, even though I always say like, I'm not a romantic. Yeah. There's like these scenarios in my head where I'm like, this has to be the way it goes. This has to be a marvelous, magical moment. Certainly was not, <laughs> certainly was not. We kissed in the car and he was a smoker. So it smelled like cigarettes. Oh, like, yeah. Not, and, like, not in like a hot, like, oh. Like, I'm like, I'm 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 like, 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 I'm no, well, I guess that was kindergarten. I don't think those count. Those don't count. Because I was my first real kiss. I was, let's see, I think I was fourteen, and I was in my high school's production of Les Mis. Of course you were. And I had been cast as Cosette, like the adult Cosette, and um, the guy playing Marius was someone that I had, had kind of like a romantic thing with at the beginning of the year, and like it was very dramatic. I had apparently like stolen him from his girlfriend oh, which well. is bullshit but when you're a kid like you don't know that so I just like thought I was a horrible person so I broke up with him because everyone was so mad so I still kind of liked him and I had to play his love interest so oh we're on a main road that was those trucks man oh my gosh that's again another podcast episode but anyway to to close it up for you we were blocking the scene, A Heart Full of Love, which is very romantic. And because it was a little bit intimate um, when I was 14, like this sounds so gross, um, the choreographer and the director had us go into like a separate room, like with, with them and like me and, and the guy, like so that we could, you know, so that we didn't have like our peers watching because that would have been embarrassing for us, I guess. But this guy who was playing against me, like, he was also a little bit of a womanizer, and he was oh, a little classic. older than me. Classic. And he knew I was nervous, because we had been told, like, beforehand, like, we we're gonna, you know, today is the day, we're gonna, like, put the kiss scene together, and... We gotta build it up. We yeah, I know, and I was like, help and nerves. I didn't want to tell them that I had never kissed anyone, because I really, like, part of me kind of delighted him, so I really wanted to do it, but I also wanted to, like, kind of get it out of the way, because uh -huh. I was just so tired of, like feeling so chaste or whatever, mm -hmm. or, you know, very pure. Mm -hmm. um, so the guy knew that it was going to be my first kiss because mm -hmm. he had tried to kiss me before and I said no, like when we were, because I was just so nervous. So he ate a tuna sandwich right oh, before. No. <laughs> he ate a tuna salad sandwich right before. And um, right, I remember, I'll never forget actually, I was like looking at him and I was on stage left and I am... Um, literally watched him right before he went in for the kiss and he licked his lips. Yeah, he was like, like mm. <laughs> and I remember being like, oh. is that supposed to happen? 
like, I've seen a lot of movies, and this is not in those movies. I don't even have words for that. And I remember, like, us kissing, and I just felt nothing. I was like, I mean, obviously, I felt his, like, slimy <laughs> mouth. But, um, Gross. But I didn't, I was expecting there to literally be, like, fireworks or, like, Something was going to happen and everyone would know. So you're like me and you romanticize oh, it as a moment. Oh, of course. Not necessarily as a scenario, but as a moment. No, as, a, as an entire, I just thought, like, I thought physically something would change. Like, there'd be like a Like you have a stamp over your forehead, like, know. finally been kissed. Maybe. Not by Chase. Not, oh my God. <laughs> Poor Chase. Poor Chase. But yeah, so that was that. Okay. And then we had to perform the scene later that day. And they had us kiss like many, many times. So it was like my first kiss, and I think I kissed like the guy a, like eight times that day. Like an expert at it. Oh yeah! By the time it was over, I was like, "This, I'm gonna kiss everyone." And then I did. <laughs> you know, I love that story. There you that's go. showbiz. Oh man, it really is. <laughs> okay. Um, so our next one is first date. That's okay. So same guy that uh, smoker. Smoker, um, but no neck tattoos. Smoker, no <laughs> neck tattoo, or motorcycle, or leather jacket. Actually, on our first date, fun fact, I wore skin-tight leather pants, five-inch heels. Oh, my God. It's, I remember this so much because my best friend, uh, she came over to help me with my makeup mm -hmm. beforehand in my room, and she was giving me, like, a lovely bronze glow, and I was trying to make sure my hair looked nice. I had longer hair then, and... Um, I was like trying to pick out an outfit. I was determined to wear heels. And this man was like five, six, maybe on a good day. And how tall were you in heels? In heels, probably six, eight. <laughs> <laughs> so starting out, it oh was God. it was an interesting scenario. And so we he drives to my house and comes in the house. Oh. Yeah, to meet my parents. That's which cool. is horribly awkward for me yeah. and not to mention they gave me a really hard time afterwards because they thought he was wearing sweatpants but he wasn't wearing sweatpants he was just wearing khaki joggers and I would like to take this time to note that my brothers now all wear joggers so to them who said that khaki joggers were sweatpants I laugh at you and anyways so we go to this movie theater to watch the third Hobbit movie no, like, no, yeah. no way. Yes. Wait, I was on a date watching the third Hobbit oh. movie too. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. So, the third Hobbit movie, um, I guess, I mean, it was it was fine. And then he drove me back and... You keep clapping. Like, I know, I just... Like, it's my, is this part of it's the just a very, It's a very... This is... You really liked of, The Hobbit, so you went... <laughs> I really did like... <laughs> I really did like The Hobbit. I'm like Lord of the Rings gal, but... Yeah, no, it was very underwhelming date. Good movie, underwhelming date, um, also underwhelming kiss. Oh. And um, that's... Like, anything in particular, why, besides the smoker thing? Or was it just... I like just, there know? wasn't any... I felt like I was so focused on having it be a moment and be like, this is my first date! Like, it... Like, I just... Even starting out, like, even young, I was like, oh, well, you know, like... You were dating opinionated and about it. Yeah, I yeah, was, absolutely. Too, yeah. And I think that I just ended up being so, like, putting so much pressure on myself about it. Mm -hmm. Like, starting with, like, my friend coming over to do my makeup and, like, me having to dress really extra about it. Oh my and, gosh. like, you know, being in the car and thinking, like, okay, we have to kiss on this date. Like, yeah, you know, like, it was just very, it was just, 
You were caught up here. I was. It yeah. really was. It was all, it's all up here. I just realized that was a great visual for the listeners it, in your head. Yeah, it was. It was. It was all a brain thing. And so it just, you know, we only saw each other the one time. And, you know, every once in a while he'll DM me on social media. And oh, my. Try to see how I'm doing. But um, the devil you know. So I... Well, that kind of reminds me, because the guy I went on my first date mm-hmm. with just followed me on Instagram, and so, we were uh, 13 at the time, and I have definitely not seen him since we graduated high school. Has he reached out, like, and said anything? No, I think he has a girlfriend, or maybe that's his sister, I can never tell, because he, he had a lot of sisters, I remember that. But our first date, he was kind of like the chubby, funny kid, mm-hmm. which I will say has, like, definitely been a recurring theme in my dating life. Mm-hmm. But, um, he, well, now he's, like, ripped and in the military or something, oh, which I'm wow. like, oh, good for you. That's, you yeah, that's exciting. <laughs> but I remember, so my parents had this rule when I was in middle school because they knew that I was, like, all about toys. <laughs> so to try and curb that, they were like, you can't date anyone until high school. Oh. So it was, like, spring of my eighth grade. Okay. And... I really liked him, and I had already, like, had two secret boyfriends, Mm -hmm. aka, like, guys who said that we were dating for, like, two weeks, and we would just, like, text about it, Mm -hmm. and, like, one time I brought one of them a vanilla Coke, like, that was the extent, but this was our first (laughs) real date, so he asked me out, and he, like, he actually asked me out, which was amazing, and I said, like, let's go to Yogurt Land, which was the the local yogurt shop that everybody went to, and we could walk there from mm-hmm. our school. Mm-hmm. So we, I think, I think we were supposed to walk, but my mom ended up not feeling comfortable with us walking together. So mm-hmm. she picked me up from school, and he walked. Oh and gosh. so then I like met him there. It was so weird, but I don't remember much of the date because I was like thirteen. Mm-hmm. But I remember we were walking, it was in like a big strip mall, and we were walking through the parking lot for some reason, like as we ate our yogurt, and he asked me if I wanted to buy any weed, (laughs) and I was like, of course, no, of course, (laughs) I know, and I was like, no, I don't, and and then he basically was like, oh, I don't really like you anyway. Wow, (laughs) that's how he dropped our business? Oh my gosh, was this just like a ploy? For... It was all, it's all part of the business plan. I don't even know. I stretched my shoulder. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just got all tense because I'm remembering how embarrassing that was. That is yikes, is all I can really say on that just, one. Yeah, I really, I really liked him. And then, but then I was, at that point, I was so like, afraid of marijuana that I was just like oh my god like are the cops listening I honestly there was a moment in my brain where I was like is he wearing a wire like oh, was, what, was, was he sick? like older no we were both your age we were both and he asked that. oh yeah. my god well that was kind of like where I grew up like it was just kind of normal oh god yeah, it was interesting but anyway that was that was that okay oh my gosh we need to move I, on <laughs> okay all right let's do like, let's do the first app date one, because that one's really interesting. Okay. Um, so I went on and off uh, using uh, dating apps. And I, at full disclosure, I think up until this point where I'm at now, I never really took them seriously. Like, anyone that would have followed me on social media would see that I would kind of troll people a little bit on mm-hmm. them you know like 
laughing at pickup lines or just me saying really stupid stuff and trying to get people to react and then like sharing the responses because it was really funny and people really seemed to respond to that and they used to think it was really funny and honestly it was really funny and that's all I can really say on that but um, I used them up until um, uh, up through college to kind of be like a lazy in with guys that I knew or that I was in um, uh, like in classes with that I thought were really cute um, so it would be like I'd come across somebody and be like, ooh, I wonder if we're gonna match. We would match, and then I would message them like, hey, we should hang out. So I think the first time I hung out with somebody actually from a app, um, I think, I mean, it was very, just, we just went over to his dorm and just, you know, had some drinks and hung out. And we actually ended up being relatively good friends for like a year or so. He was in a frat, which I didn't really, I didn't really love it, but, um, he ended up, he and I were friends. We were pretty good friends for like a year and a half. That's cool. So, like I, I think that most of the guys I've dated on apps, I'm mm -hmm. at least friends with them now yeah. for the most part. Or we like still follow each other. Mm -hmm. There are some that I just have followed. I was like, mm -hmm. yikes, but no. Some that I definitely saved mm -hmm. following. I think my first app date I was one of those people who when I got to college, I got into a relationship immediately. So I was like tied up with that for two months. But that also kind of worked out because I was young to go to college. So I was still 17 at that mm -hmm. point. And so I didn't really feel comfortable lying about my age to use Tinder. Like that just felt weird. Yeah. So I waited and I got on Tinder after I was, I had broken up with this guy or he broke up with me <laughs> and um, I was 18 and this really cute guy who he had like a picture of him and this composer Bach that mm -hmm. I love and I think most people are familiar with. And, um, I thought that was cute and kind of nerdy. So we matched and we talked for like a couple weeks oh, wow. before we met because one, I was super nervous okay. and two, it was over Thanksgiving break. Uh -huh. So I came here and mm -hmm. I was like, you know, we were still DMing and then we, we added each other on Facebook and we used Facebook Messenger, we would text or whatever. Mm -hmm. So finally, like we were both back in town and he went to Princeton and I went to this smaller music college. Mm -hmm. So I like texted my friends and I like, they all knew where I was going and I shared my location and I walked to like the Panera near mm -hmm. my school and we sat in the back and like he, he, I think he did buy my dinner. I think I let him, I was like, okay, you can buy my dinner. Like that's cool. But he was very sweet and we're still good friends. But he was a philosophy major. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the first date was all just like really both of us being intense and like having these deep Ooh, discussions. Very cerebral. I know when I look back at it now, literally I look back at it now and I'm just like oof that was we were just trying so hard mm -hmm. to like prove that we were adults and yes. it was very silly. So okay. do we want to do like briefest a brief summary of first time? Mm -hmm. Wink. Yeah okay so briefest of brief um um, he was. <laughs> that's, all, that's all. It's over. <laughs> that was. I mean, we were talking about brief. It was brief. It was brief. It was brief. He was very cute. He was an athlete, and uh, literally never talked to me again, oh. ever, ever. Um, and I wasn't really in a good headspace then. I'm a lot. I'm in a better spot now, but it was a hard lesson to learn, mm -hmm. um, but a quick one. <laughs> And it was in college. Yes, and it was it was in 
it was in my sophomore year of college. Which is so funny because mine was in my sophomore year of college too. And I'm all I'm gonna say is that he did not know it was my first time oh, because God. I did not want to tell him. He was British. Or he I mean I guess he still is. I mean, he is British. <laughs> he was British. He then. is British. And um champagne was involved and also you know those magnets on the refrigerator called magnetic poetry, which is like yes, a bunch of words. Absolutely. That was also involved. And he like wrote something vulgar and then oh. we just like started making out. <laughs> and that's oh. and that's uh, how it happened. Man, the way with words. I know. It was definitely the champagne and okay. the British accent though. That's what let it you know happen. That is the top aphrodisiac. I will say like, we a are nice accent. Yes, for sure. And I'm definitely I'm notorious for liking British guys, but I will say that we are still friends. Oh, that's and nice. I hope he never hears this and finds out that <laughs> that was how it went. Okay. So let's see here. All right. Well, we've got five minutes left. Do you want to talk about your first fling or your first boyfriend? Or mm. well, um, I just, I yeah, I guess I, like I said, I don't, I've never actually had a boyfriend, um, but I. I guess there were, this isn't, this is, hmm, hmm, let me think. There was a guy <laughs> that I was really, really good friends with that I liked a lot and I thought that maybe like it was going somewhere so I kind of treated him oh, like yeah. a boyfriend, and this was also in college. I kind of treated him like a boyfriend and all of my friends were like, uh, Emma, he does not want to be with you. Like, tough love. Like, there was some serious tough love that was happening. Like, he don't want to be with you. Like, you need to read the room, kind of. And I, I, I just decided I didn't know how to read. So that was kind of how that went. And that was for, like, an entire year. Um, he and I, we, we would hang out. We would do stuff, like, stuff that you would think boyfriends and girlfriends would do. It just wasn't... He, we weren't boyfriend and girlfriend because so it was like a situation shit. It was like exactly. It was, it was exactly what it was. It was also very one sided because I was pushing all of my oh, like. Oh yeah. This is what I want to do. Me I'm, too. I'm gonna treat this guy like my boyfriend. Definitely wasn't a boyfriend. We are still friends. We've moved obviously past the actual me having <laughs> me me. Uh, Projecting, yes. yeah, yeah, projecting onto him, but yeah. So that it wasn't really a boyfriend because I've never had an actual one of them. But but when you do, honestly, it's gonna be a doozy. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> it better be. Oh my gosh, you guys will be hearing about <laughs> my first. I like I I quote dated people, but I had mm -hmm. this like terrible habit again, serial monogamy mm -hmm. from the start mm -hmm. of just like kind of having these like oh, he's my boyfriend, we wouldn't kiss mm -hmm. until I had my first kiss. And like, anyway, so this guy, I thought he was cute from the beginning of freshman year. Mm -hmm. And it was like the end of freshman year when we got together. And I had had, the weirdest part was that I had kind of started talking to his brother, like mm -hmm. who was a senior in. And I thought his brother was really cute. He was not as cute as his brother, but he was more available. Mm, and so, and I, that. I was like, okay, yeah, like he's mm -hmm. cute. We have a lot in common. Mm -hmm. He was in band and I was in music mm -hmm. in other ways, like all of the other ones. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of thought maybe we could, you know, have something there. 
And um, our first date was at Disneyland because mm. we planned our first date to be during the like school trip to Disneyland. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it was it was um, only like three months long, and he ended it during the summer. And I can't even remember why he ended it now, but I remember being super upset. And then the next school year happened. Oh, it was right before the next school year. That's what it was. And then I remember we had the same English teacher, but in different classes. Mm-hmm. And I tried to reach out to him because all of my friends were being really mean to him and say like, hey, because it's an olive branch, like, hey, like no hard feelings, mm-hmm. it's all good. And he didn't even respond to me. He just sent me a video link to YouTube of Taylor Swift's We Are Never Getting Back Together. <laughs> and he I, actually did he that? He actually did oh, that. Oh my and God. I cried during my English class and then my English teacher, <laughs> like she took me outside and she was like, are you okay? And because I knew she knew him, I kind of just spilled the tea. I was like, no, this guy did this. And he, I was trying to be his friend and he sent this to me and it just made me feel awful. And she winked at me and then she goes, you know, I can lower his citizenship grade. <laughs> And yes, I was like, you lower that grade. I don't know if she actually ever did, but it made me feel so much It's better. nice to know she was in your corner. Yeah, she was no, there. She uh, was like... I would lower that citizenship He was grade. not being a good citizen, so, you know... <laughs> he wasn't being a good citizen. Oh, my gosh. But Absolutely yes. not. Actually, kind of a really bad citizen. Yeah, you know, I was like, wow, I'm sorry That's my friends are bullying you. mean thing to respond with. Oh, I know. And like, he didn't even say anything else. That's actually quite hurtful. I will like, never forget. It's not really the most fun yeah well anyway so how this is going to kind of work um the podcast our formatting is pretty simple we're gonna talk about a topic for like the first 30 and then spend the last 15 kind of playing a mini game and you listening and watching can play along with us so i'm gonna reset our little timer here just so we can um keep track (laughs) trying not to not to talk to you yeah. <laughs> but anyway okay so what we're going to do now is we're going to play a game that we kind of invented it's basically two truths and a lie but with one truth one and truth. one lie so it's called truth or tale so we're going to tell two semi-related or maybe just like in the same genre stories about our dating lives or honestly as this goes on kind of anything um And the other person is going to try and guess which one actually happened and which one we cleverly made up. So we prepared these ahead of time. Would you like to go first? Sure, I'll go first. I'm like looking and you Don't look at I'm not like looking at it. I'm just saying you wrote a lot more than Oh, I just needed to remember. I just, I have like two brief things. Okay. So the first scenario is I was hanging out with a guy. (laughs) in his dorm and he had all of these candles lit and my hair caught on fire. Okay. And the second scenario is that he and I were walking back from a date and it was in December and his ex-girlfriend threw a snowball at me. Oh my gosh. Okay, well I feel like I'm cheating just because we have definitely talked about you having your hair catch on fire. Was it, is that one the truth? That one is the truth. Oh, I'm so glad no one threw a snowball at you. <laughs> yeah, oh I would have, we would have, uh, there would have been a, uh, a whole fight. Yeah, it might have been a whole fight if somebody threw a snowball at me. I, I, that would have just, I think it would have sent me over the edge. That's what I'm just going to say. I'll yeah, I, in, in college, I definitely threw a snowball at my ex boyfriend, though. You were the type? But he was, okay, it was. 
It was my whole class was having a snowball uh, fight. Oh, well, it was a snowball so, fight. I wasn't I mean, really participating. I had to go, like, to a class. But I saw him, and he had his back to me, so I just got my everything through it. She's mean. He was really <laughs> mad about it. I think he's still mad. You mad. are mean. Yeah. Okay, so my truth or tale okay. is based Wait around on. a political figure named oh. Beto O'Rourke. Mm-hmm. He's not in the story, but he's okay. involved. <laughs> so he's involved. Okay. okay, so the first one is I went on a hinge date with this guy who did not look like his pictures, which really sucked because mm, his, his pictures made him look very cute. But anyway. Gosh, those catfishes, man, they hit different. It really did. <laughs> I was very upset. But anyway, I got there, you know, and I was like, all right, I'll give him a chance. And I had just a little time between classes, so we were having coffee. And things were going, like, okay. He just kind of kept bragging about, like, the parties that he would want to. And then suddenly, halfway through the day, he pulled down his lower lip to reveal, a like, a lower inner lip tattoo oh my God. that said... Beto, B-E-T-O, because he was an organizer for Beto in New Hampshire. And he had it, that tattooed on his mouth. He had it tattooed inside his mouth. Okay. So at the time, I was like, oh my god, like that's permanent, that's crazy. I later found out they only last like three to five years. Yeah, I was going to say, okay. Oh but that is one story. And okay. then the other story is that I went on a Tinder date with the social media manager for the Beto campaign. He was in mm-hmm. town. And he was doing a speaking engagement at Princeton. So we went to the local coffee shop and things went well. Like he was really cute and like things were kind of like, I don't know. I really thought that we were going to like have a more than a date situation. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he later that night was like DMing me on Instagram. Okay. But he didn't realize that he was DMing me from Beto O'Rourke's account. Oh my so gosh. So I got a DM from Beto O'Rourke that was a little bit not safe for work. Oh my god. Okay. Which one's true and which one's a tale? I'm... <laughs> wow, those are so good. Um, I guess I should mention, like, I am a performer, so I can sell things. <laughs> Shit. Um, let's say, you know what, I'm gonna go with a lip tattoo for 500 that's the truth. It is the truth. That the lip tattoo is it the truth. It is the truth. Oh my god. He still follows me on Instagram. Does he? He does. Oh god love him. Bless his heart. God love him. I mean that is insane. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that I think yeah. I would have been so you weren't DM'd. No, I was not DM'd. Okay. But I will say... That would have been fun, though. Not not dating-related at all, but one time I responded to, like, Kirsten Gillibrand's story, and I told, like, a little bit of a story about how, like, one of her policies helped me. Ooh. And she ended up following me, so I think she still does. Oh, my gosh. A celebrity. I got a DM from one of her staffers who runs her page, and was like... Like, oh my gosh, we shared your story with Kirsten. Like, she really appreciated it. So we're going to give you a follow. And I was like, that's so delightful. I felt so legit. Oh my gosh. This is one of those things, too. Like, this is, like, makes me want to also have Twitter. Because, like, I have a friend and she always, like, adds famous people. You know, they, like, tweet about them. And, like, usually they don't respond. But sometimes they do. And, like, I want that. I don't have Twitter. That's why we're doing this podcast. (laughs) So people can tweet us. And then we cannot respond. So we can act like real true famous people and not respond and not respond yeah well i think since we have a little time left we can talk about 
you know, more about our situation mm-hmm. here and what inspired this podcast. Do you yeah. want to talk about that at all? Yeah, we can talk about that. So, um, like Betsy said, you know, we're doing a lot of, um, like, front porch sitting mm-hmm. and bonding over being single in a small yes. town. And I think that a lot of movies and TV shows and, like, the stuff that people watch and media people consume every day it shows a lot of... Um, like relationships and love and romance but it's always set in like a bigger area mm-hmm. always like it's I mean you have like the big name ones like you know Sex in the City or Gossip Girl or whatever yeah. and it's always like or even like New Girl okay that's like West Coast but it's always like big cities I feel like and if it's not a big city then it's all very like hokey and yeah, it's not it's talking about like Hicks is not real yeah, people and yeah it's like, and it's like very generalizing in a kind of unfriendly and condescending way so I just we kind of decided right that yeah. like in order to have a more realistic picture of you know some single gals bopping around the dating scene in a small town like why not talk about it talk yeah about it. and the other thing is that like so I lived really close to New York mm-hmm. City and I'm planning to move there at some point and the pace here is just so vastly different than up in the Northeast mm-hmm. like the way that people communicate here is slightly different I feel like you know certain apps aren't as popular is like in one way but also just like the rules of like or the societal rules are are just really different here than they were back in the northeast and I think gender roles kind of plays a thing into that but I also think the way people live and like the connection to Mm -hmm. the outdoors like through farming or honestly just like being in a rural place kind of adds to this whole vibe of just like you know, I'm not going to be on my phone all the time. So, like, maybe they won't see your message. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, you know, they're on Tinder, like, once a month or once a week. So, I don't know. It's definitely a different experience. And so, this is kind of a way for us to document that experience. And maybe, like, help some other people who, mm-hmm. like, decided to change things up. Because I know because of coronavirus, people are moving out of the cities. And so, that's true. you know, it is not all like a Hallmark movie where, you know, you leave your big city job and you come and meet a small baker or something like that. Well, that's what people were thinking when I moved here. Mm-hmm. Like from, so where I'm from is not like a super metropolitan area, but people were literally using the phrase like a Hallmark movie because it was like somebody from a more urban area mm-hmm. you know is gonna become a small town journalist and yeah. you know she's gonna like live in a cute apartment and she's gonna meet all these really cute people and like you know start this life and it's gonna be adorable and I mean there is obviously a very charming element to it but it's never people just don't have like a grasp on exactly what it entails because oh, sure. and it's hard if you're on the phone with your friends who might live in you know, a more urban area or your family that lives in the city, they don't, it's hard to explain it, you know, in a way that is, that does it justice. For sure. Because you don't want to sound like, I mean, it's just different. That's really, there's different values, different things are acceptable versus unacceptable, especially with small town. Like, you, 
you know, there's just some stuff you can't do. Well, and for me, like, the small town also houses mm-hmm. the bulk of my mom's side of the family. Really? So now they're all involved. <laughs> and I think it's worth mentioning that West Virginia as a whole has one of the oldest populations yeah. in the nation. I think Florida is number one. But we're, oh, you know, sense. so when we found each other just as friends, it was, like, crazy. <laughs> like, we're only a couple yeah. years apart in age, mm-hmm. but, like... Oh my gosh, another yeah. person I can relate to who's not like in their forties. Yeah, well, I mean, and that was kind of that was like a really big thing because obviously making friends wherever you are is a big thing, and it's it's just because with people that you would uh, engage with on a daily basis, people that I would engage with on a daily basis, a lot of them are older, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of like a random like. Oh wow, another young person. And not to mention, we actually we have a lot in common. We really like, do. We're both Scorpio. <laughs> and honestly, that really that with, a lot, it all. with a lot of our uh, discussions, that is probably the key player. Just because we look at a lot of the stuff the same way. We really do. Yikes. Well, so in our last like five minutes, mm-hmm. I think it's worth kind of talking about how this is going to work. So we're going to release this podcast weekly. And we, I don't think we have planned yet which day we'll be doing that, mm-hmm. but if you would like to find out more information and be able to follow us, mm-hmm. you can follow our podcast on Instagram at you'd like to know podcast. That's you'd like to know podcast. And then you can follow us individually um, on Instagram. I'm at Betsy, P-O-D-S-I-A-D-L-O. It's my last name at Betsy Podziadlo. And I think you can just follow me, so go ahead. <laughs> and uh, my Instagram is at big underscore Emma <laughs> underscore G. And, and that's, that's uh, you know, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's that's the one. And also, I'm public, so you can also like I won't be like a famous person if you request to follow me. I'll ignore it. Like I'm public, so you can just follow me. Exciting. So <laughs> we're really excited to share our you know our upcoming episodes with you and. Um, Thank you so much for giving us a listen.